Welcome to this episode of the Slappy Happy Podcast, and it's a bit of a cold one to start with, and I'm sorry if I'm a bit late on this episode, I've been ill, so uh, yeah, so today we're going to hit on uh, Casey Neistat and the Burger King influencers, 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 um, how they've used them in a good campaign, um, they basically pwned them in a, in a way, they are uh, basically prank them and use them but uh we'll get on to that and does it pay to be an asshole in business we're gonna pretty much hit home on a few things whether you need to be an asshole in business to succeed so we're gonna get right into that we have no messages today so we can get right into that um if you do want to leave messages on this show you can do that via anchor we can do it via social media you've got my social medias at mark snappy m-a-r-c-s-n-a-p-p-y so let's get hit on topic so this week in social media casey neistat mentioned in one of his uh tweets as well as on a video that burger king were liking tweets back from 2010 now it didn't just happen to him. It happened to quite a few influencers who were quite hopping up in social media. Hop, hop. What's hop, Mark? Up in social media. And uh, they all were talking about it. Now, because these are big influencers, they have bases of millions. They're verified accounts that pretty much Burger King's ver- uh, verified as well. So, um They'll see that Burger King are relating to them and relating to the audience, and they're going to talk about it. Why are Burger King, uh, you know, retweeting or liking tweets from 2010? Why are they doing this? Now, Casey Neistat, he hit home on something, and it's quite true. Whoever came up with the idea of doing this to you know, rebrand a product or bring a product out. That's what they're going, they're going to be doing. They're going to be bringing out. And I think it was some like cone sugar fries or something it was. And uh, whoever thought the idea to hit home of these bases, of to go to these social media giants, so to speak, or influencers, and actually make a stir. Because right now, if you... Just look at Casey Neistat. He has a base of 10 million. 10 million people. And uh, there's many others that they hit. They must have got millions and millions of views just from that. Because, you know, you take everybody's bases together and you combine it. And you're like, man, what a good marketing scheme. Whoever came up with that was a genius. But... uh, in terms of the product that they're trying to relay uh, or trying to promote, kind of whatever, um, you know, you can hear your left ventricle of your heart closing ever so slightly when you just hear the words of sugary fries or a sugary cone. What I can't remember what hundred percent it was, but it was something sugary. You know, something that makes your diabetes go. Ugh! You know, if you've got type 1 or type 2 diabetes, you'll know what I'm talking about. I've got type 2, and uh, I know exactly the uh, repercussions of having too much sugar or carbs. Uh, so uh, you can just, it'll just make your body go nuts. But I think this was a, 
a fantastic move. Even though, yes, they did use all these influencers. They did use them. That's There's no doubt. But Burger King, they started following all these influencers that they uh, pwned in a way. And, uh, you know, I think it was a good move. I, you know, what else could you do? They're both verified. What other good way to get people looking at their product by hitting bases? Because these influencers are going to go, what the hell are you doing? Retweeting tweets from 2010. Whoever they had on the team doing that were probably like, we're geniuses. We're absolute geniuses for doing that. I know some of them got annoyed, the influencers. They got annoyed because they were basically being used in a way. But it's business. And uh, that's pretty much... Again, what we're going to get on to is, do you have to be an arsehole in business to succeed? And uh, we will get into that. But I think, it, you know, I don't think it was uh, an arsehole move. I think it was a, a genius move, not an arsehole move, but a genius move. Because they knew they could hit these bases where you've got children, teenagers, you know, young children, should I say, and teenagers, young adults who who go to these establishments and they want them to come and buy the product. They want them to, you know, do this, that, and the other and come and check out the new products and go on the uh, get new savings and deals, should I say. Not savings. Mark, you're an idiot. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a genius move. I think I'm just dithering on now, but I think it was a genius move. If you've got any comments about that, uh, don't forget you can hit us on Anchor and uh, you can send us a message in. And you can do that on social media as well, at Mark Snappy, like I said at the beginning. And, uh, yeah, have your say. Let me know in that message box and you'll get featured on the show because, you know, it's not just about me. <laughs> It's about you guys as well who listen to the uh, uh, madness of this show. Now, before we start the next section of the show, I'd just like to take a minute or so just to talk about the free ebooks that we have available on ronniegit.co.uk. Now, these are free ebooks, free downloads, and they're also available on Smashwords and many other platforms out there including itunes um and i'd just like to say if you want to go and check them out they are about an old man who moans about everything he moans about everything several topics there is uh over 13 books so far free to download we've took the time to put these together me and my co-author steve wright of it's a random world here on anchor and uh We've took the time to make these books, make the covers, and it's all free. It's all free. We don't earn a penny from it. But do go and check them out. It's all free. Why not? It's all free. What what, what more do you want? <laughs> it's all free. And if you don't like them, leave us a review. Even if they're bad, we don't mind bad reviews. We, uh, we do love good reviews, though. We do get, on average, five stars, depending on what bookstore you go to. Um, just depends. So go and check them out. RonnieGit.co.uk R-O-N-N-I-E-G-I-T-T.co.uk Business is a very thickle thing. Trying to get a product to market, trying to get people to like the brand, to love what you do, and love the uh, 
like the branding or whatever, the name, the whatever you want to call it, right? Now, I want to hit home on, um, do you need to be an asshole, basically, to succeed in business? And I pretty much think you do, because there's going to be people that walk all over you and, uh, you know, try and get something for less and try and be better than you are. And I'm saying this because, and it's a topic that I picked because I've been researching a lot about Steve Jobs. Now, as we all know, he died back in October 2011 um, after a big uh, battle with cancer, pancreatic cancer. And people were renownedly saying that he was an asshole in business, that if you were in a lift with him, he's been known to fire people in that 30 seconds that they've been in the lift. Now, there's also the story about how they, at the beginning, uh, the Pong game, I believe it was either for Altair or, uh, no, sorry, Atari, sorry. It was for Atari. And how that he pwned Wozniak out of a lot of money because Atari gave them 5000 and uh, Steve said, they were only giving $700. Uh, but so that meant 50 cut each. And he only got about three, three fifty, three fifty, when Steve racked in like four thousand seven hundred something. Now I don't know if it's true because we, we, you know, you can only go off what's written in literature, or stories that people will tell you, or what you read in the media. So if some of this is wrong, maybe it's not. Um, but he did succeed. He saw the vision of the apple you know, Apple II and and what Steve Wozniak was able to do with his first prototype and where he could lead the business to. He knew what he could do. It was unfortunate that <laughs> Steve had to leave Apple when uh, John Scully from PepsiCo uh, came along and said that uh, pretty much it was hindering the company and he had to leave. But then he started next, and he started next, uh, and then he went into Pixar. Uh, so, and then it's kind of ironic that you know next ended up helping Apple out of administration, and they were you know not going bankrupt, and they took the software from next, and <laughs> you know it made Apple what it is because if you look in. Uh, Xcode uh, right now, you'll see NS, which is next step. So the architecture from the original system is still there today. Many, many years later for the Mac OS. So, you know, do you need to be an arsehole in business? Do you think, you know, oh, it looks, you know, you look at a product and you go, oh, it looks shit. You know, and I think it's not more being an asshole. I think it's more being honest. I think we all have our flaws. You know, I think, you know, if Steve Jobs would hit, was here, he would definitely say that, um, that he had his flaws. I mean, we're human beings after all, they're like we're not all perfect, but if it wasn't for him and the teams that he built for the company, they wouldn't, be where they are today. 
I mean, okay, Tim Cook has been in charge now since 2011. And they've brought some awesome products out. And they've done some awesome things. But I feel myself that the Apple ecosystem has lost that spark. There's no rumors anymore. Like, you can see rumors, but you don't see, like, the big drama around the rumors when Steve was in charge. You know, there was that spark. And I think Apple lost their their drive, in a way, uh, when he died. And I don't think they've got the same enthusiasm, the same the same drive that Steve had, because he, he, he was an arsehole. Don't get me wrong, he was an arsehole. Um, but he had to be. He had to be an arsehole to get the company where it needed to be. And no one had the same vision as he did. He saw further ahead than many of us. They, he, like, he would say the customer does not know what they want. And that is true. The customer doesn't know what they want. Until they see it in their hand, they don't know what they really want. And he was right. He was right in terms of that. Like, If the customer knew that they needed an iPod or a music player, you know, they would have gone and got one. Um, but I, I do know in terms of that market, Apple certainly undercutted and done the right thing, bringing in new technologies like flash storage and stuff like that to undercut all these rubbish manufacturers. They brought this whole market together themselves, you know. Um, in terms of people that have worked for Apple and they, they've said Steve's an asshole. You know, they're probably right, <laughs> but he had to be. He had to be to make it the company that it is. I mean, this year, I think they were named one of the most uh, richest companies in America. They had more money, well, they still do. They have more money than the American government has. So uh, I think you have to have, you have to be an asshole to succeed in business. You don't, it depends, actually, <laughs> Well, it depends what market you're in, but I think in the cutthroat market that they're in, you have to be an asshole to push forward. You have to say, no, I want this. I want that. No, your work's shit. You know, I think in terms of that business, you have to be for, for like very forward and firm about what you want because else it get, doesn't get done. And uh, then you get people walking all over you. Then the brand suffers. Then people suffer. Then people in the company suffer. Customers suffer because, you know, they need to follow a, a vision, so to speak. So, Well, that's all today from the Slappy Happy Podcast. And... Uh, I do hope you enjoyed today's episode, a bit of a different one, uh, something I, I do feel passionate about when it comes to Apple products being, well, I wouldn't say I'm a fanboy, but uh, some people would say different. Anyway, if you've got any thoughts on anything that's been highlighted in today's show, don't forget you can get a, get us on the anchor message box, I nearly said that wrong. This is why this has been put under comedy, because sometimes my mistakes stay in the podcast. It doesn't really matter. So you leave messages on the Anchor message board. You can just find us on there. 
Um, or you can find us on social media at Mark Snappy, M-A-R-C-S-N-A-P-P-Y. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Mark Corn Books on Facebook. So find us on there. If you want to leave a video message, you want to leave like whatever, we can just take the audio from it anyway. And we can put it in the show and uh, you'll be featured. So I'll see you in the next episode of the Slappy Happy Podcast. Uh, Slappy Happy Sloth. Slappy Happy Sloth. I keep getting that wrong. Slappy Happy Sloth. Um, Slappy Happy. That's really weird. Anyway, I'll see you in the next episode. Sorry this one was a bit delayed, uh, but it, it is what it is. Take it easy.